In the galaxy of many podcasts, we're honored you dropped in two hours. Welcome to Biz and Coffee. Our mission to inform, educate, and entertain business leaders on ideas, concepts, and trends. Each week, we'll be discussing a business-related topic, sometimes just the two of us, occasionally with guests. What are your bugbears? Throw them over and we'll work them out together. If you'd like to be a guest, get in touch. And now, over to our hosts, Io and Christopher. All right. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to this episode of the podcast. And uh, today we're going to be talking about our three biggest learnings or three key learnings from 2022 as we go into into 2023. Uh, and each of us are going to share, you know, three and we're going to do it uh, one one by one. And then we're going to see whether we actually have the same learnings or not. Uh, so, yeah, over to you, Chris. What's what's your first? So my first one is that needs change. And it's really important to keep checking on the product market fit, whatever it is you're doing, before the market turns on you. And I think just having a, um, and it probably sits in reflection or retrospectives and things like that. We've talked about agile in past or future, we'll see. Um, but <laughs> it really fits well in the modern age that stuff changes or can change really fast. The market can suddenly turn on a dime, as they say. And you find that whatever it is you're doing just no longer, that no one's interested anymore. So I think that's my number one for this episode is uh, needs change. Watch out. Yeah, yeah I, re I really like that because because um, first of all, he says that as a business or as anyone, you need to be co connected with the people that you're, you know, providing services or products for, uh, and be in constant dialogue. Otherwise, things would change that you wouldn't know. And it reminds me of something one of my marketing professors said, where we we're in the class, and she said, "Remember, you are in the top one percent or whatever it is, and therefore." Your opinion doesn't matter. It's the person you're trying to solve the problem for that you need their opinion, not yours. So I really like that. Needs change. I think my number one is this concept of extreme ownership. You've got to take 100% responsibility for everything that happens. Yeah, uh, I that's happening in your space, and and the reason for that is you you don't have the luxury of blaming other people or all of those because all that does is stop you from taking action and what your situation requires is you to exercise your agency and act and so therefore for me one of the things i you know i'm taking away from 2022 i've always known this but 2022 again proved it is extreme ownership it's all about you take a hundred percent responsibility that way you don't have to worry about other people Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Reminds me of the idea that just because you're responsible doesn't mean you're to blame. So exactly. taking 100% responsibility gives you, as you say, agency gives you the power to change something. If you blame someone else, then you're saying it's, it's, <laughs> you can't it's, do it's their agency. You can't change what they're doing or what well, in extreme situations maybe. But yeah, cool. Persistent repetition gets results. This idea of which we we probably touch on in other places is yep. getting one percent better every day by doing something every day. 
you will improve. And that compounds over time. I've been doing video journaling for the first time, and I personally don't like to be in front of the camera. I prefer to be behind one. But I took it on, and I look back at the very early attempts to do it, which look, to me, dreadful. And other people who have been kind enough to look at them and comment have said it really has got better. So it gives me hope. <laughs> if, if there's something you want to get better at, or even you don't want to get better at, you just want to get more comfortable with it, just keep doing it. Excellent. We finally have something that is the same. It's my number three, but, you know, I had number three down here as be consistent. So when you're talking about your number three, I'll find another lesson in, in 2022. But we finally have uh, one that is the same. On that point, though, I think that so so this year it was maybe around August that I decided, you know, I needed to increase uh, my body strength. And then I went on this journey where I was, you know, doing weights, I think about five times a week without fail. And I promise you, the transformation is immense. Even I didn't believe that that's where I was going to land up. So I think embracing consistency is, you know, is really powerful. My number two is really don't worry about other people. I found that in a lot in 2022, I had situations where there was a lot of, oh, what are people going to think or what are people going to say or this or that. And I realized that I found sometimes it was holding me back. So I wasn't doing stuff that I needed to do because I was trying to Oh, what would this person think? Or what would this person say? Uh, you know, and in reality, that's not what I should have been doing. What I should have been doing was, yes, I should care about what people think, but it should be about the people that I am targeting. So if I'm speaking to a group of people, I want to know what they think about, you know, what I'm saying. Or if I created a product or a service, yes, I want to know, do they want anything to change or not? But I, I spent more time thinking about people that I wasn't even targeting them. Uh, yeah, what would they think if they see me doing this? What would they? And all of that stuff, all it did was hold me back. And then when I finally do it, I get this reaction like, whoa, that was fantastic and all of this stuff. And it doesn't really matter whether people like it or not like it. It's more about identify what you want to do and just do it and forget about people. Because the truth of the matter is that there are 8 billion of us, or is it 7, and going to be 8. And by definition, there will be people who absolutely love what you're doing. There will be people who love it. There will be people who will be neutral. There will be people who dislike it, absolutely dislike it. And then there will be people who don't even know who's that. They don't, they, they don't know about it. So the idea is, whatever you're doing, figure out you're doing it for and do it and stop worrying about what other people are going to think and stuff like that. So so that's a big one for me in 20, that I took over from 2022. Forget about what everyone is thinking and just focus on what you're trying to get done. That's really healthy. Really healthy. Love it. Okay, my number three is ask. Ask for help, ask for guidance, ask for feedback, but ask. People actually do want to help, surprisingly. Most people, people that don't want to help, it's fine. You ask, you discover that they don't want to help and you go and ask someone else. Or you could ask them for a referral. Um, that's not suggesting that if you're job hunting, you should ask for a job necessarily. We, people are often advised not to do that. 
but even that might have a um, it have its place. Um, but I think most important element of that is um, when you have asked question, whatever it is, then listen to the answer. <laughs> if you ask the universe for guidance, as they say, listen. You might at least listen to the answer it's given you, and then act on it. Right. The listening honors the speaker, as as they say, and that's very important, particularly if you want to get deeper into a deeper into it rather than something superficial. So ask and listen by actually taking an action on whatever it is and perhaps letting the person know if it was a piece of advice you were seeking, um, letting them know how it went. That's likely to result in them being willing to give you more insight from, from their experience. And I think people are often afraid of asking people for help who are perhaps really successful or they see them as uh, they hold them up as heroes. Well, what's the worst that can happen? You know, if, if you ask them and say, "Well, no, sorry, I can't, I, I, I can't help you, or I won't help you," you you haven't really lost anything by asking. Now, I think some people might disagree with that and say, "Well, okay, it's going to damage your self-esteem, or it's going to yeah. going to make you feel more feel, feel shy about asking again." Yeah, that's possible. As you were saying, they're people. One of a very large number. Eight billion. And there's other people out there yeah. that could hold the keys for you. Just ask. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that's that's a really good one. And I, 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 I honestly, very few people will tell you, I don't want to help you. It's often either they can't really help. And even when they can't help, they, you find they try to see if they can refer you to someone else, right? But I mean, look, you know, if you read the Bible, it says, asking you shall receive, right? And I think... Uh, there's there's a saying I always joke around, you know the uh, the closed mouth doesn't get doesn't get fed, you know. And so, if you don't put what you want out there, if you don't ask people for help or you don't ask for something, there's a likelihood people will make assumptions that you're not asking because you don't need, right? And it would be a tragedy if someone next to you could help you but we didn't ask them. And if you think about it, there's been time where you'll be like, why didn't you ask me? You know, and, and that's a clue for, for you to know that you should you should always, you know, look to ask. Though I haven't said that, it doesn't mean that now you don't want to do anything. Every, oh, I got to do this. Let me go ask who's going to do it for me. You know, that's not that's not what it is about. It's, it's, it's really a lot about asking for what you need to get you to the next level or what, you, what help you need. Anyways, good one. The last one for me, I you know, used to be be consistent, but you know that was your number two. So number three for me, which I found really helpful in 2022, is detailed planning, and that's like you know, I, I mentioned the fact that I went on this two three months weight training. What really helped was, you know, every week was planned out. The exact exercise that I was going to do was planned out. Everything was clear. So for me, the the last one coming from me will be, you know, plan and plan and plan. It doesn't always go according to plan, but the fact that you've planned shows you where the risks are, putting the mitigations and all those things. But I found when I'm planning, I'm getting stuff done. That's cool. How do you, how do you prevent over-planning? I mean, in, in the sense of planning as a method of procrastination. Is that I know that's a problem for me. I can spend a lot of time honing and polishing this plan because for as long as i'm still planning i don't have to do anything <laughs> yeah so so I, I don't use i don't plan 
to have a big plan. I plan to make sure I, I know what I'm going to do. So if I'm planning for next week, I just want to know, okay, this is what I'm going to do next week. This one, I'm going to do it. This how I'm going to do it. And usually that process then helps me know, okay, you're missing this information. You're missing that. Go and get this, go and get that. So I don't, um, I, I don't, I'm not looking for a perfect plan, mm -hmm. right? So I'm, so the risk of over planning doesn't come. And then what I'm going to do next week is not dependent on what, what I've planned because I'm still going to go and do those things. However, when I plan, it's a lot easier. Mm, yeah. That, sure. So that's the way I use it. So I wouldn't say, oh, my plan is, I don't like my plan, so I'll move it out. So that's not the way I use planning. You know, I use planning simply, okay, I want to get a very good idea of what I'm doing, you know, next week and try and put stuff in the calendar, start do all of that stuff. That's how I use planning. So I don't, uh, but there's, you know, if you're someone who uses planning to procrastinate, then you got to be careful that you don't condition your action on the state of your planning. There's a reward in, in executing the plan as well, isn't there? So that I think that yeah. could actually promote, you know, yeah. better habits and actually taking the plan and executing. Actually, yes, that works. That works brilliantly. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Excellent. So my three learnings, extreme ownership, don't worry about other people and please plan. And my three were each change, keep an eye on your product market fit. Secondly, repetition gets results. You know, compound your marginal gains. Keep adding them up. As you said, be consistent. And thirdly, ask. Ask and you shall receive. As you said. Ask and you shall receive. You might not receive what you're expecting, but you will definitely get something. <laughs> you, you get something you when you ask. Absolutely. Brilliant. Excellent. Great. Well, we'll call that one a wrap, and we'll see you next time. All right. Thank you, and keep asking and keep planning. Is. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please rate and review and share it with your friends and colleagues. If you have questions or a topic you would like us to discuss, please reach out. To catch the latest on the show, follow us on social. All contact details are in the show notes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>